Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, and welcome to the Walk.se, the ongoing podcast about becoming a minimalist vagabond and walking from Stockholm to Sydney. Yeah, a lot's happened since last time. Uh, this is my first podcast from the USA. I've been here for a week now, and a lot has happened since the last time I was. Uh, you heard my voice or read anything online. Uh, I hope you've been following me on Instagram. I've been publishing one or two pics there, and they turn up on my Facebook page as well. Well, I don't really know where to start. Such a lot's happened. I suppose the, big, the most important thing is that the walk is now intercontinental. Here we are in the States. We've gone to another continent, and... Essentially, the part two is uh, well on its way, and so far it's it's been absolutely great. It's nice and warm outside. It's probably about 28, 30 degrees, blue skies, sunshine. Not at all like it was in Stockholm when I left there. Let me say that at least. Uh, I'm really enjoying it. It started last uh, Sunday. Uh, my uh, my sister Denise and her husband Thomas, they drove me out to the to Arlanda. Uh, on Sunday night, the flight was uh, early Monday morning. Uh, I was to fly from via Copenhagen down to uh, to Fort Lauderdale, and they drove me out on, uh, uh, as I said, on, on on Sunday night, mainly to uh, to make it a little bit easier on Monday morning, so I didn't have to get up early to get get in in time to catch the flight, but also because I wanted to get the chance to stay at the jumbo jumbo stay, the hostel slash hotel. Uh, that's uh, converted um, jumbo, uh, a Boeing jumbo that's been converted into a, a, a hostel where you can stay at Arlanda Airport in Stockholm. And um, I'd heard some fun stuff about it, and I just wanted to try it. So I stayed there for the night, and, and what can I say? I mean, it's not a, it, it's an interesting thing. It's fun to do. Uh, not all that exciting, maybe, but uh, that's one less thing on the bucket list. I've actually stayed for a night in a jumbo hotel, so that's fine. Also went for a bit of a walk there uh, during the night uh, or the the evening. Orlando, um, being an airport, it's not the uh, most fun place to have a walk around in, but uh, it was all right. And I got some nice pics of the of the uh, the nighttime sky there. I think there's a uh, one or two shots that went out on Instagram that were were quite all right. They were all taken by with the mobile phone, so maybe not the highest quality, but quite okay. Uh, and then the next morning, I got up and I went in walked into the airport and um, and I was flying Norwegian and I had chosen to buy the absolutely cheapest ticket I could buy and uh, I found um, that it was really really quite good I, I was quite surprised I, I searched for the cheapest ticket and I wasn't expecting the greatest service but the planes were great uh, everything was great I really enjoyed it and uh, quite surprisingly uh, the first part of the flight was to Copenhagen where I had to spend uh, four or five hours uh, waiting at the at the um, airport for my connection to Fort Lauderdale, uh, uh, which I don't mind, by the way. I quite like airports. I, lo- I like the feeling of airports and uh, large train stations, stations where it's happening and bustling and people are moving around. Yeah, I like that sort of atmosphere, so I don't mind hanging around in an airport for a while. 
the bad thing is that food and coffee is very, very expensive and often not all that crash hot. But yeah, that was okay. I enjoyed it. And then I jumped onto my connecting flight from Copenhagen to uh, Fort Lauderdale, a 10-hour flight. And it was on one of the new Dreamliner flights with the uh, the uh, little televisions, uh, television screens in the um, in the seat backs, and yeah, it was great. Good service, plenty of room. I actually ended up with uh, three seats to myself. There was nobody sitting next to me, so I had plenty of space. I could quite sort of I could stretch out and relax. And as I'd bought the cheapest seats I could find, I did not expect to get any food. You usually have to order food like. Uh, uh, separately, and it's an extra expense, but I got food, I got both uh, dinner and breakfast, uh, and uh, as I said, the service was excellent. But for the price, it was a really, really good flight. I can recommend checking out Norwegian, see if, they're, if they have anything going your way, and see if, if, it, if it works out well. I landed in Fort Lauderdale on the uh, <coughs> Monday evening, and uh, it was quite late, so I'd pre-booked a hotel. It wasn't a very good hotel, a Motel 6 in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Okay, it was just for the night, so it was okay. I stayed there for the night and uh, uh, with the intention of um, heading down to Miami to pick up the mule the next day. And got up the next morning, Tuesday morning, and uh, part of the hotel package was that you got free coffee in the morning. Yeah, it doesn't sound like much, but there it is, there's free coffee. So I went in and I got some coffee, and I can tell you what, it's not coffee. The stuff they serve here is absolutely terrible i don't really know what it is at all i don't know what to call it it was terrible it's slightly brown water and doesn't even have the aroma of coffee you know that freshly ground bean smell that like almost instant coffee still or has well this just just smells like hot water it was terrible so i um, got on a bus uh, got into uh, back to to fort lauderdale uh, airport and jumped on the train down to Miami airport and jumped on another bus that took me out to 25th Southwest Avenue to the DHL office there where I was expecting to pick up the mule and I, I rocked up there in, in mid-afternoon asked if they had the package for me and yep there it was I unpacked it there in their uh, in the reception and uh, assembled the mule got my stuff into it and was ready to roll again uh, everything had worked out great. I shipped it straight from Gibraltar, and I'm, you know, thanks to the the guys at at uh, the DHL office at Gibraltar, they'd packed it and stored it and sent it away in time, and it worked really well. It was it was there, and I packed it up, and I was ready to rock and roll. Uh, I uh, continued on. I tried actually. I had a bit of a problem then. I've been trying to find a cheap place to stay for a few days. I had a few commitments. I had to fix a few things I had to do, uh, I had to organize some stuff, I needed to buy one or two small odds and ends, uh, I had to uh, get some pictures organized for some people, and I had to get a little story written, and a few few things I had to do, a few commitments I had sort of finished when I was in Stockholm, and I needed a place to stay for one or two nights to give me a little bit of time to do that, and unfortunately it was high season in Miami, everything was either really, really expensive or um, or full, basically. I ended up finding a hotel, uh, uh, extended stay America. It was sort of at the at the lower price range. Uh, I got a reasonable deal, but it was still very expensive and way out of what I really wanted, what, what I'm looking to be spending per night to, to be able to make it all the way to Sydney. But I had to do it because I had to get organized and I really didn't have much more time that night. So I booked two nights at the extended stay um, in Miami and uh, I rolled there up there with, with the mule. Uh, Started organizing all my stuff, uh, 
had a few problems with the charger for my uh, my MacBook Air. Uh, for some reason, it wouldn't charge, and I was a bit worried if I was going to have a, a major problem with that. But it seems to, after a few days, I've had one or two problems, uh, but now in the last uh, two or three days, it seems to be charging all right. So hopefully that's a problem that sort of solved itself. I don't know what happened, but it's charging now, so I'm happy with that. But I um, got organised there, and then I went down to uh, the local Walmart. It's uh, uh, oh, what could I say? Two, maybe three kilometre walk uh, from the hotel, and uh, the poor girl in the reception was horrified that I was going to walk there. She wanted to call me a cab, but I said, "Yeah, no problems. I'll walk." So I wandered on down there, and uh, it was the first time in the Walmart for a long time, and they are huge. I mean, they have everything, and uh, Walmart's the sort of place that that um, that I love to hate, <laughs> in a way. It, it's it's a it's a great place. I can find a lot of stuff. I find I found the few things I needed, the odds and ends. You can usually get stuff at a pretty good price, but it is a sort of like a, a shrine to to uh, an extreme commercialism, and there were people there buying stuff like it was like there was no tomorrow. And I just couldn't believe the amount of stuff people were. were were buying, they were loading up stuff like they were supplying a ma uh, like a, a major army force. But yeah, I suppose that's the way it is. It's all good and bad. Uh, I can get the stuff I want, and I can get it at a reasonable price. But I suppose uh, that's all part of the parcel of it uh, being available. I don't really know how much I should say about that, but it's trying to be a minimalist and have just a basic amount of stuff. That sort of place that has just so much tends to be a bit off-putting. Uh, uh, it's a, it gives it a bit of a strange feeling, basically. But I finished with that. Uh, tried to get a a, a a card for my telephone, or like a prepaid card for my for my telephone to get some some internet time on that. But they didn't have anything in stock, uh, so that didn't work out all that well. And then I went back to the hotel and continued organising some stuff. Uh, sat in the local Starbucks, uh, the ne a large part of the next day, writing some stuff and catching up on some emails and some contacts here in America and trying to organise a lot of stuff. Uh, getting some pictures organised, choosing some stuff. Uh, uh, that's when I had some <laughs> even more problems with, with the charger and I didn't really get all that finished. And uh, But I didn't want to stay in Miami. It was too expensive, so I wanted to move on anyway and uh, hopefully give myself time a little bit further up the line to... Uh, to organize that. So what I did, I went on, got online and I tried to find some, a place to stay and I actually found a, a camping ground uh, in Davie. Now Davie is just straight up north from, from Miami, just uh, uh, west of Fort Lauderdale and I, uh, so I got a camp on the campground there and they had Wi-Fi and they had everything so I actually booked a place to stay there for two nights as well and then did my first day's proper walking in America and I walked up from Miami to Davy, something like 37 kilometer a day, pretty long day, and but I enjoyed it, and uh, it, it was a good day's walking basically. It is I've sort of avoided the um, all the, the touristy stuff in Miami. I didn't go out to the beach, and I sort of when I walked up to Davy, I walked inland, and but it's it's sort of like more a, a continuation of what I've been doing uh, more or less all the time. I'm trying to see the the real communities that I'm walking through, and not the uh, the touristy parts of them so it was interesting really wide broad avenue uh, cars and trucks and a lot of traffic and uh, nice and warm and uh, it was a nice walk I got up to Davie and I stayed there for one day uh, I got well I walked up there it would have been uh, Wednesday I suppose <laughs> Jeez, I'm getting losing track of which day it was but and I stayed there um, 
all the next day, all the finalised the, the 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 final things I had to do to get some some pictures off the people that I had promised to do, and uh, uh, organised myself a little bit and tried to plan for uh, my future walk. And I was planning to walk uh, continue up north uh, from Fort Lauderdale, but it, it was a little bit difficult. I couldn't really find a place to stay where it was cheap. It was it was quite difficult to find anything. Uh, I did have a nice contact with a, a uh, an Airbnb uh, person, Brandy, up there in Coral Springs, but uh, unfortunately she was booked out. She did try to solve it for me and did try to, to uh, see if I could stay there anyway, but it was a little bit too cramped, so uh, it didn't really work out. So what I decided to do was try to head um, from 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 Davie, try to head um, northwest towards South Bay. I was hoping to, uh, it looked on the map, on Google Maps, it looked like it might be possible to walk beside the main road there on a, on a little side track. And I thought that if I could do that, I might be able to uh, make it a long walk and walk possibly all night uh, because there was really no place to stay along the way. And there were really no, it didn't look like there were any good places to camp or anything like that but anyway. So, but, so I set out, uh, I left Davy and I, uh, Stopped for for a bit of a breakfast, and then I headed out and I walked along the dike, um, the top of the dike, and I headed out towards uh, South Bay. And I'd walked, and I kept walking, walking. It was a nice hot day, and uh, and it was it's quite comfortable. It wasn't too sunny, but in the afternoon it started getting a bit cloudy, and then in the evening it started raining. It was just it wasn't too bad. It was just a bit of a bit of a thunderstorm. Uh, there, there was some uh, some lightning and. Uh, some heavy rain, but as it was quite warm, the the rain was almost welcome. It was, yeah, I didn't need a shower that day. I got nicely wet and uh, cooled down, and I enjoyed it quite well. Uh, that blew over, and I continued walking, and it was getting later and later. And then at about, in the evening, about 8 o'clock, I, I suppose it was maybe a little bit, 7 or 8 o'clock, um, a new thunderstorm uh, blew in. And this was, wasn't a joke. It was a proper thunderstorm. Uh, the wind was so fierce that I, uh, the raindrops were hitting me like, uh, oh, I don't know, like, like, like small stones. And I had to put my uh, hands in front of my face uh, and they were really, really stinging me. I, at one point I actually uh, squatted down uh, behind the, the mule and used the mule as shelter. And it was really windy and uh, then kept going for maybe half an hour, possibly a little bit longer, 40 minutes really, really pissing out, raining really, really hard. I was thoroughly soaked by the end of it. Luckily, as I said, it wasn't too cold, and I, I dried up pretty reasonably, and then I continued to walk, and there was a beautiful sunset uh, just afterwards, uh, and I continued walking um, uh, sort of south, uh, oh, sorry, uh, northwest, uh, with the sunset ahead of me, and, um, and I walked till about 12 o'clock, I wasn't intending to walk, uh, oh, sorry, I was intending to walk all night, but uh, I was getting pretty tired and walked close to 70 kilometers, and it was close to midnight, and I sort of realized suddenly that um, coming up just ahead, I wasn't going to be able to walk uh, uh, on the dike, uh, I wasn't going to be able to walk beside the road, I'd be forced out onto the, onto the main road, and there was just no way I was going to walk on the main road at night time. Uh, it's dangerous enough... Um, during the day when you can see the oncoming traffic there's no way i was going to walk there at night time it's just way too dangerous so i scouted around for some for a place to camp and i, I there was there wasn't really anywhere at all to camp there was it was the main road going through the everglades 
And that was it. And there was some farmland here and there scattered here and there. And that was it. So I actually ended up camping off the side of the of the highway. Uh, the highway was sort of slightly raised, and I just I managed to find a uh, a depression on the side of it. Uh, basically, the side of off the uh, off the dike that that held the the highway that was a bit lower than that was that had been mowed, and I um, just set up camp there. And, uh, it was low enough that they couldn't see me from the highway, and I uh, just camped there. Basically, it would have been about 20 meters from the main road, and just set up camp in the middle of the night, lay down and caught, uh, tried to get about seven hours of sleep, got up seven o'clock the next morning. And um, before I packed everything together, I, I took a shot there, and I think uh, that's a shot that's been out on uh, on the Facebook page. You can see it there. It uh, looks really great. Uh, it's a really nice looking shot with the with the sun just rising and uh, all the green fields and there's a palm and you can see the the mule and you can see the tent and what you don't see is just off to the side is the main highway that goes right past where I'm staying here. So I packed it all up and I continued into South Bend. South Bend is just a small place, really not much happening there. Uh, I stopped for some breakfast slash lunch at the um, the, the, the local um, uh, subways. And a lot of people started asking me what, what I was doing, where I was going, and you know, I had a few few discussions there with people. And then I continued on just on the outskirts of uh, South Bend. There is a state recreation vehicle park, like a, you know, like a big campground, but it's state run, and that was quite nice. And I, I stayed there for the night. Um, reasonably cheap, well kept. Uh, they had free Wi-Fi and they had good access to everything. And as, as I rocked up there pretty early, I had some time to sit down and try to organize a lot of other stuff as well. I, uh, I pitched a tent quite early because it was a little bit wet from the, from the dew from the morning before. And um, then I went, in, went and um, got some, some stuff to eat. And then when I came back, the, and I went back to the tent, there were a couple of gators just um, <laughs> right next to it. They weren't big. It would have been 80 centimeters, maybe a meter long, something, one of the gators. I did get my little camera out, and I was trying to uh, get a picture of one, but uh, I only have a like a it's a 28 millimeter effective lens on, on my little compact camera, so I can't. I have to get pretty close for it to sort of become any sort of reasonable shot at all. And uh, before I could get close enough, the gator uh, yeah got scared and he dived in the water and swam away. So, but so at least now I've seen some gators, nice small ones too, so I don't have to feel afraid, which is great. I haven't seen all that many snakes. I've seen a fair bit of roadkill snake, uh, but uh, I haven't seen any live ones yet, which is, which is absolutely okay by me. I don't mind. So, <laughs> but apart from that, I haven't seen much wildlife. A lot of birds, but that, that's about the only wildlife I've seen so far. So South Bay, I got up. Uh, again, I wanted to walk along the dike. There's a dike that goes from South Bay, and you can actually walk along it all the way to Clewiston. Uh, unfortunately, at the moment, it's a construction site, so I had to walk along the main highway, which is a drag. Now, I'd, had, I'd been lucky, and there's a, there's a lady called Christine in Clewiston who had uh, answered a, a couch surfing request that I'd made, and I was going to stay there the night. So I walked up to Clewiston, uh, again, walked up to the Walmart there, and uh, I bought some more food that I needed and some water that I needed, and then I rocked up uh, at uh, Christine's place, and... Um, and uh, she, on very short notice, actually, uh, invited me to stay there for the night. And she, she lived in a, a big double-wide trailer there in Clewiston. And um, there were actually two other guys stay arriving. Uh, they were going to arrive a little bit uh, during the night. Uh, but she'd still made space for me, so I really appreciate that. Really, really nice. Uh, 
And uh, two other guys, a French guy called Sam and an, an American from Austin called, called Daniel, they rocked up a bit later and they were on a, a tour around Miami on a holiday. They had a rental car and they were staying there the night as well. And uh, it was a nice night. Uh, we were invited to dinner with the family and uh, we all sat around talking for a while. And then we uh, we uh, drove up to the local, or one of the local bars and uh, had a few beers with, um, uh, with Chris, Christine, Daniel, me and, and, uh, and Sam and uh, played some pool or... Well, I played a little bit of pool, mainly just watched, and uh, yeah, it was nice. Now, it's now actually been at a, a local, I'll, I'll call it a small town bar, uh, uh, with the pool going on with the locals. Yeah, it was a nice, nice atmosphere, uh, very much like you might expect it. You know, it was it was great. So thanks, Christine, for that. It, really excellent. Uh, good night, and I um, I left there early the next morning uh, to come here, where I am now. I'm in uh, a place called. Uh, Pioneer Plantation. Uh, it's another. It's a, oh, about. Uh, I don't really know how far. It's about like thirty-four kilometers, uh, headed straight out towards Fort Myers. I had uh, booked a place through Airbnb, a place to stay here, and I booked the, to stay uh, for one full day, like two nights, because I, I needed the rest. My, my my feet are hurting a little bit. Not much. I've got a few blisters though, and I wanted to take it a bit easier. But I mean, I had a few. Uh, Heavy duty days there, like a sixty-seven or seventy-kilometer day, and uh, a couple of days with more than thirty kilometers. So I, I reckon I deserved a bit of a break. Uh, and the day was really hot. God, it must have been easy. Thirty kilometers, uh, thirty degrees. Sorry, and I walked about thirty-three or thirty-four kilometers to get here. Uh, a lot of it, unfortunately, along again along the main uh, road. It's not not a, not the not a really well trafficked highway, but it is a main road, so. There was a bit of traffic, and I had to sort of uh, get off the shoulder now and again, every now and again, because of the, the the heavy traffic and the big traffic rolling along there. But worked out quite well, and I rocked up here, and the, my my, uh, my host Hal was here and uh, welcoming me, and uh, we sat around talking, and uh, yeah, nice day basically. I'm enjoying today again, catching up with uh, all the stuff that I haven't been able to do, and where I haven't been connected, and basically haven't had time. You'd think that walking, you'd have time to do everything, but uh, walking, uh, you can't do much while you're walking. It takes the time it takes, and you just carry on walking. I'm heading out of here um, tomorrow morning, early tomorrow morning, uh, and I'm heading toward Fort Myers. It'll probably be two days to get there. I intend to camp somewhere along the way, and then I have found a uh, uh, couch surfing hosting in Fort Myers, so I'm going to contact her just as soon as I finish this and make sure it's okay and I'll be rocking up there hopefully in two days time spend one day there and then heading up from uh, north from Fort Myers there's actually another south uh, another couch surfing host that uh, I've got some contact with that hopefully I'll be able to stay with uh, the night after that it'll be a couple of long days walking but I'll have the opportunity to have rest days in between so it should be quite nice I'm looking forward to reaching the coast again and I'm really looking forward to seeing seeing what it's like. Okay, that's what's happened. I mean, a lot more has happened along the way, and I thought I'd just sort of catch you up with some of the impressions I've had as well. Uh, America's really strange, or the USA, I should say. Uh, it always has a strange... Um, uh, yeah, it, uh, makes me feel a bit, bit odd. Uh, I sort of... Uh, uh, get the feeling that I don't really like it. There's a lot, a lot of it about it that I don't like, and it's a strange, big place, and uh, things don't work. Even though the language and everything's very similar, things don't work quite the way you expect them to. 
and at the same time, um, people are very friendly and outgoing and connected. So it's a, it's a strange place. I, I sort of feel disconnected at the same time that uh, I uh, really appreciate all the uh, all the goodwill and all the on a personal level. When you meet people and talk to them, they are really great. But the uh, the impersonal level before you get to that stage is uh, feels a bit off-putting actually. Uh, might be just a, a cultural thing that I haven't got into the swing of things here in America yet. We'll see what happens. I've really, yeah, I'm, I'm going to immerse myself in this in this place. I'm going to be here for uh, probably nine months before I, I finish my walk to the other side. So I'll have plenty of time to um, to get used to it, I suppose, and I'll, I'll sort of keep you updated on what I how I feel about it. A lot of strange things happen. People have stopped me and talked to me, and, uh, and everybody's been really friendly. No problems at all. One lady just uh, yesterday, when I was walking here, she uh, she stopped me and asked me if I wanted to um, come with her to her church for uh, for breakfast and Bible study. And I said, "No, I've already got this place I'm going to, and I'm meant to be there by this afternoon. So I really ha haven't got the time." And she was really friendly, and uh, she drove off and w wished me goodwill. And um, and then uh, I caught up to her at the next intersection, and she leaned over and she gave me some money and said, "Look, here's a little, uh, little something to keep you going," and uh, uh, wished me goodwill. And then she drove off. Yeah, yeah, really great. I stopped at a McDonald's in Cleveston, and uh, there was this, this this little lady there that um, she sort of shuffled over to me where I was sitting. And I, was, I just stopped there for a, for a milkshake. I know I shouldn't, but I wanted the milkshake, so I stopped there for a milkshake. And she shuffled over to me, and she was really frail looking old lady and uh, I could hardly hear she, what she was saying but uh, it turned out that she had uh, locked herself out of her car the keys were, in, were were still in the ignition and she'd locked the car and she was wondering if I could possibly drive her she'd pay me and she and I could could she drive could I drive her to her place to pick up some spare keys and uh, I tried to explain that I didn't have a car which I I don't know if she really understood or not, but I tried to get that across. And uh, and I tried to get steer her over to another couple, another American old couple that was sitting uh, a few seats away to see if they could help instead. It took a little while, but she eventually got contact with the couple, and the couple made sure she got some help, and the, and the people there at the McDonald's helped her actually open the car so she got her, her, her keys okay, um, which was great. They were, it, took a, it took a little while, but eventually everybody was very helpful, and they made sure this, that this little old lady was uh, was okay. The one thing about that is that I get a little bit nervous when I know that I'm walking along uh, uh, the main highways, and uh, I sort of really got the impression that maybe this lady shouldn't be driving a car. She was a little bit old, uh, but uh, hopefully everything will work out all right. There have been a lot of other small things happen. Generally, as I say, everything has been really really great I'm really enjoying it it is hard to get started walking again um, I haven't had much of a rest but the, the short rest that I had in Stockholm not walking has made me get blisters and sore feet and uh, it's taken me a little while to get started again and my uh, my sister and her husband really made sure I put on some weight when I was in Stockholm so I've got plenty of fat to draw on again so uh, there's no problem with energy but I am trying to um, uh, get going and, and get started. Uh, I was rather anxious to get a lot of kilometers done, but now I'm starting to get in contact with people and uh, I'm really looking forward to maybe staying with some of my uh, couch surfing hosts uh, along the way. Uh, 
it's a much much better way to um, get a view into the uh, the local community and, and and see what's happening and get see everything from a more uh, a more personal uh, a more real side rather than like the touristy hotel side that seems to be the 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 side of most places that we interact with uh, when we we travel for shorter times uh, and one of the reasons I wanted to do this was to make sort of contact with the more the real America if you can put it that way I don't know if that's correct but yeah that's what I wanted to do and that's what I still want to do so I'm really looking forward to that I must say that um, I did try couch surfing in uh, in Europe and I met some really great people. Uh, the, the, I stayed with uh, at three different places, and they were all really, really great, really, really great people. But that said, it was very difficult for difficult for me to get contact with people and get places to stay. And I, usually, I didn't even get an answer. And if I did get answers, they were usually negative. I think it may be because I uh, I tend to request with reasonably short notice, and I mean, I think people aren't expecting you, and maybe they have other plans, and uh, but. Already here in, uh, in in the USA, I've only been here a week, and I already have contact with three people uh, that I might be able to stay with. I've already stayed with one, and as I say, that's the grand total of the number of people I had when in the whole of my European trip. So that looks really, really promising. I'm going to go out with my uh, my uh, host here and uh, have a look at some local sites here uh, in the afternoon. Uh, and I'll try to, depending on how much uh, <laughs> internet connection I can get here, where I'm basically out in the middle of nowhere, and the uh, the reception is really, really poor. But I will try to get this out there as quickly as possible. And please remember that uh, even though you can listen to this on the podcast, which you are meant to do, please check out the blog and the Facebook page, because there will be more information there, and there will definitely be pictures from my ongoing adventures. Make sure you follow the Instagram feed, which I tend to, I try to keep uh, pretty regular, so there will be something out there, more or less, maybe not every day, but more or less every day, so you can see where I am and what's happening. And um, whatever you do, uh, like this, spread, spread it to all your friends, and uh, keep listening as I continue my journey across America. 